Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to the Creating in Faith recordings on Monday. Happy Monday. Every day is a happy, happy day. Um, And it's really for us to um, look at what our perspective is to see how we allow that to impact on the things that we do and what we get out of the day. So it's Monday. And it's a Creating in Faith podcast recording episode. Um, Fridays, I post an inspiring, uh, reflective post, a very short one to get you kind of thinking for the coming week. And one of the ways in which you can use a podcast, not only just listening to it as you go on your day to day, you can take out your journal, you can think about some of the, the art journal, think about some of the things that I'm talking about and see what comes up for you creatively. It'll be great to see some of your artwork and images that you're inspired to create um, as you listen to the podcast and as you think about the words and uh, some of the reflections, how they impact on your life. So today we're going to be discussing or I'm going to be reflecting (laughs) on trust and the idea of trust and what that means. And um, a while back, so we're going back um, at least five years, six years now, um, or is it seven years? Has it been seven years? My goodness. Yeah, where I did, created the um, bookmark holders and the bookmarks and look and look to write um, different words and um, what they meant for me, what was coming up at the time. Um, also, um, you know, there were kind of uh, thoughts and prayers and things that I wanted to accomplish. And it's a great way to see how far you've come. As I've said many times, um, start a achievements uh, journal. I've got an achievements journal where I write down everything that I've um, achieved. Um, even things like, you know, I had my son, you know, he's like 23, 24, he's 24 this year. And, um, you know, passed my driving test. I got six art awards um, uh, for art that I exhibited in Barbados. And there's just so many other things that, you know, you can sometimes forget. And when you're in that dark place, it's a really great idea to be able to look back on that. And that kind of, you know, stops you from staying in that place for too long. Um, I used to remember when you know, before I kind of knew any um, kind of techniques or ways in which to get yourself out of the darkness, I'd kind of spend like two two weeks. And I think that's probably also, you know, PMT as well at that time um, that would, you know, vitamin B complex is an amazing thing, but you can get it from food sources. So, you know, definitely do try and look at your nutrition 
um, if you're feeling these dark moods and uh, dark places that you frequent. If you do, I'm not saying that everybody does. Anyway, so um, I used to spend like at least two weeks feeling down down and sorry for myself and then as time went on as I learned new techniques as I learned more about myself you know, love myself more treated myself with kindness you know you're looking at I think I'm down to maybe a few hours you know sometimes you can feel um a bit off and I recognize that I do and I try and recognize what it is what it is that what is that emotion that I'm feeling because some, you know, what you don't want to do is just discount yourself. You know, you're feeling a particular way for a particular reason. And it might just be something that, you know, you've blown out of proportion or somebody said something and you've allowed, you've taken it in, you've let it in. But anyway, so we're going to get on with today's post and I'm hopefully going to share some ways in which you can look at that in a different way. So um, today we're going to look at trust. So what do you do when someone abuses your trust? What do you do? How does it make you feel? And what actions can you take to prevent it from happening again? So you you really don't want, you know, somebody to, you don't want to allow yourself to feel the same way over and over and over and over again. So there are some things that you can put in place to, you know, safeguard your heart, safeguard how you feel, but it's something that you have to work out. So does it mean, does, does forgiving mean that you allow them the space to change and then come back into your life? I don't know. I mean, you can forgive someone and say, okay, I'm going to keep you at arm's length. I've forgiven you. You know, I'm not going to allow what you've done to allow me to 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 make me feel or to make me act in a particular way I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to move on you know what do you do do you constantly wonder if and when they'll do it again or as I say do you keep them at arm's length how far does your trust go so when we're young, we have limited power to prevent some of the hurtful things that can happen. I spent a lot of my um, primary school running <laughs> and trying to deflect hurtful things that people say. But as I've said in, in posts before, you know, y you can be an adult and still be around people who say hurtful things for no other reason but to disarm you uh, or to just be mean. Um, and as we grow up, we begin to get a sense of ourselves and exercise the power to decide who to allow into your space. So this is really important um, and a great way to be able to deal with it. So I took a course um, with Melody Ross on, uh, it was Brave Girls Club, and it was called Soul Restoration. And this was back in 2011. And I'm still using some of the skills and techniques from that course, because it was such, it was a brilliant course. And it's a brilliant thing that, you know, I love some of the things that she does on her website, the courses that she runs, and the way that she teaches. And um, her honesty and 
and, you know, sharing some of the challenges that she's been through um, in her life and, you know, with family and, and, and really just how you can, you know, um, find that place where you can heal. So soul restoration, and it looked at how we can restore ourselves, comparing our life to a house and the action of clearing out your space, deciding on who to let into your home. So you can let them into your home, whether you let them into the front gate or even who just walks past the gate. So the postman delivers letters through your letterbox. He doesn't come in the back door or put the post on the table and make himself a cup of tea while searching through the cupboards to see if you've got those chocolate biscuits that he likes. Well, mine doesn't anyway. And if I think of where I live now, um, our postman rides a uh, motorbike and our post box is at the side of our house. So he doesn't come up through the gate. He comes down the drive and he stops at the post box, which is on the wall. And then sometimes I go through my front door, I go through my gate and I meet him on the drive and I sign for a letter. Now, there are people who have to walk past my house to to get to where they work. Um, they don't have to come up my drive. They don't come up my drive. And often, you know, the person, if I'm sitting out there with my tea, with, you know, journaling, they'll, you know, say hello from the road. They've not stepped onto my drive. They're on the road and they wave hello. So you decide who comes, you know, I could beckon to somebody and say, oh, come here a minute. I just want to say hello. You know, how are you doing or whatever? They'll still probably just come onto your drive. Um, but again, they don't come through the gate. They don't come in through your, you know, your front door. They don't come through my studio. You have to go down some stairs to and up some stairs to my studio. So we decide, you know, and we should have control over the atmosphere and energy we surround ourselves with, especially in the space that should be our sanctuary, which is our homes. And so when you think about your home and you think about, you know, um, your life and the amount of people you allow to come into your life and just throw their rubbish, you know, they come in and they spew all their nonsense all over your nicely cleaned floor or all over, you know, and it's they're the energy that they bring into your lives. It could be they've come in and, you know, they're the kind of person that just moans about everything. Nothing, nothing is, nothing is good enough. You know, it's too hot. It's too cold. The wind is blowing um, too hard or there's not enough wind. The birds are making an awful lot of noise or the, the nighttime frogs are singing too loud. And sometimes they do sing loud, especially when it rains. It's so funny. Under our house where we haven't um, got to do much work yet. Again, the postman doesn't come under there. But anyway, the frogs do. So under the house, especially when it rains, it seems to bring out, I don't know, it sounds like a million frogs under there. They're all may singing in unison and... Um, on the offbeat and on the onbeat and um, it's an amazing sound and sometimes I do say to myself oh 
can you guys turn it down a bit? You know, um, but I do appreciate it. So how many times have you been hurt by somebody you thought cared for you and you let back into your life only to have them stomp and trample over your feelings? So we do have to forgive. And the Bible tells us in Ephesians 4, 32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as Christ God forgave you. Um, and as I say, you know, you can forgive somebody, but how far, how, how, how far do you let them back into your lives? I feel that the benefits of not having negative energy and abuse in my personal space and surrounding myself with supportive people far outweighs the value of the relationship I could have with somebody who really doesn't care about me. There is no value in having somebody around who just berates you, who criticizes you, who, you know, abuses you, who ridicules you. What benefit is there of having somebody, somebody like that in your life? Now, you know, you can have somebody who gives you criticism and I'm talking constructive criticism, you know, who really has your true best interest at heart. And even some of these people who, you know, say that they have your best interests at heart might be one of those ones who want to sniper attack you. So you have to use wisdom and judgment and we have to use the sermon. And the Bible tells us to speak to one another with psalms, hymns and songs from the spirit Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Now, with all of that, come, it's encouraging. It's not negative words. It's not negative moaning. I mean, as I say, I do know somebody who complains about the weather, whether it's, it's too hot. Oh, Amanda, I don't know how you can stand this weather. It's so hot. And it's just like, yeah, but you've chosen to live in this environment and if you decide to go out at the hottest part of the day, yes, you will be hot. Um, so we have to use the sermon. We have to use wisdom. And you have to think of yourself, especially like, as I say, going back to Melody Ross's um, soul restoration. I think it's it might be called something slightly different now. Um, but definitely check her out. I will leave um, a link to uh, the site in the show notes and the comments um so think of yourself as this house you know when you look at your house your sanctuary who is it you allow in who is it you allow to come and stand on the patio who is it that you allow through the gate who is it you allow on the drive halfway down who is it that just passes your drive and you know stays on the road and you can't allow everybody in. You can't allow everybody into that space. Everybody does not have a place there. So when you're choosing wisely and you're choosing to let love in and those people who are going to be loving, it's a very different experience and a different feeling. So as you go about your coming week, think about those times when you knew you should have made different choices where you could have made different choices, but you made the wrong one and you let somebody in that you actually really shouldn't have done. You should have kept them, kept them at arm's length or kept them right down there at the end of the drive. And it's taken you years to realize, and you've only just come to yourself, you know, put your house, put yourself, 
up for restoration. Clean up your house. You know, start at the top. Ayanna Van Sant does a really brilliant. Um, she's written a book where I have to. I have to look for it. I can't remember what um, it's called. But anyway, she does a very similar thing where you start at the basement, you work your way up, and you clean every room of the house. Clean out the nonsense. Clean out the negativity. Clean out those things that have just been lurking in the corner, the clutter, and only leave things in that room, only leave things in the space of your life um, that have a purpose and a reason for being there. So as I say, take out your journal, think about, think about how you've been impacted, think about the things that you have done, and the way that you've allowed other people into your life, the impact that they've made, the mess that some people can make, and um, what things that you can do now to change up a bit, change up your house, you know, put some nice shiny new paint on the outside. But remember, before you apply the paint, you have to prepare the surfaces, and that's what the restoration is about. It's about preparing the surfaces. Sometimes you need to sand down. Sometimes you need to, you know, put that, the wood filler. You need to put some sealant around the windows. You might even need to change the windows. What do you have to do to restore yourself? And what do you have to do to begin to trust again? And, and sometimes the hurdle that we have to overcome is in trusting ourselves. So... I'm going to leave you with that. You take care. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.